Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What day is it? Work has it. Is it Tuesday? No, it's it's Wednesday. 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 It's Wednesday. Hello, this is Strange Jason from Six Foot Plus. You're listening to See You Next Wednesday from ModernSuperior.com. Episode 78 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, August 21st, 2013, and my name's Dan Gorman, and I'm all jacked up because of you. Look at my jacked up face. <laughs> my name's Casey Lyons, and what about monkeys? Monkeys are like nature's humans. <laughs> I'm Greg Legro and Reed, oh, we're all gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, we got my heart sad a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we got tons of stuff. We're going to talk about Kick-Ass 2 and the Steve Jobs biopic later. We're going to talk a bit about a... What? iJobs. iJobs. Uh, we're going to talk about an album from War and do a bunch of other stuff at the end. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about some stuff off the top. Stuff to talk about. Um, I've written down a few. I've I've uh, I've bookmarked a couple movie news things to talk about. Um, but first, I, me and Casey have talked about this a bit, and uh, listeners from Toronto may be able to relate. But obviously, <laughs> we go to the movies a lot here at See You Next Wednesday, and um, they've been doing this thing at Cineplex recently in in Toronto, anyway, where. You'll be sitting and waiting for a movie, and they're showing you the pre-roll, mm-hmm. showing you all this shit that you don't want to see, yep. and then the lights go down, you have to sit through another 10 minutes of ads, yep. and then finally the trailers start, and you're like, okay. And, but I've, then one more I've ad made it. at the end of the trailer. And they're watching trailers, and then... It's in not the, even... Sorry. In, go, what? It's it, not even at the end of the trailer. Exactly. It's in the fucking middle. In the middle of a series of trailers, maybe sometimes at the end, but like I've seen it. Car commercial. Yeah. yeah. Emotional like, car commercial. Uh, and it, someday. 
is you'll a... have a life. That life will be in a car. And it, this car is beautiful. It starts really well shot, and there's like narration, so yeah, you're like, it almost f- seems like a trailer. I was like, you into thinking. I know you're watching the new Terrence Malick trailer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Terrence Malick presents Honda. No, yeah, accurate. And it pisses me off to no end because it's like, oh great, they found another spot for an ad, and then like trailers mm-hmm. continue. It's only it's only a matter of time before just right in the middle of the movie. Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Honda. Yeah. Well, because no one sees commercials anymore. We're all watching TV online. Yeah. yeah. One thing with all of that, the preamble stuff they show you, they've started showing that uh, time travel. I oh, I didn't buy tickets. I, movie. Yeah, I yeah. Hate that it thing. is the worst. But what I find so funny about it, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, or if you're going to the movies, watch for it. It's a thing where. It's set up like a movie trailer. Yeah. This guy is like, time, it's it's malleable. And he's, it seems like a crappy sci-fi movie yeah. where a guy's trying to go back in time to save his love. But it's really so he can buy movie tickets because he's going to miss the movie. This guy is a horrible actor who is acting his ass off. Mm-hmm. And the girl cannot <laughs> be bothered to act one I bit. Know. There's this shot where she's in the theater. And her voiceover is like, it's, it's starting and there's nothing I can do. But she's just like, bleh. Yeah. She just like, like looks behind her and goes... Mm. <laughs> he doesn't, like couldn't care less that he's not there or that a movie's about to start. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's really funny. Um, I, I, the but first I time it. I ever saw that, I was like, this is probably the best looking thing that I've ever seen Cineplex produce sure. for an ad. Yeah, because it does look, it's shot it's, well, yeah, it's yeah. cut together well, but you see it a hundred times before a movie, and you're like, I don't care. <laughs> just put up a screen. I'm that glad says, you missed that movie. I'm yeah, glad. Yeah, just yeah. put up a screen that says, "Hey, buy your tickets online, you fucking idiot!" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be late again, yeah, dummy. Do that instead. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Um, but both of you guys on separate occasions have mentioned trailers to me, so I thought it would be a good thing to talk off the top. Yeah. Uh, I ran into Greg at the store. Mm-hmm. and uh, What he, store? Uh, we were in uh, <laughs> Urban Outfitters. What store were you both shopping at? <laughs> we both ran into each other at Urban Outfitters and looked really shameful like, yeah. oh, you <laughs> I was, I was standing there. I was trying to find, I was trying to buy shorts because I'm, yeah. I'm going away. And it's not short season. And I was wandering around in there and I, re- I had the conscious thought in my head like, what am I doing in this place? Yeah. Like, I don't belong here. Totally. I should get out of here. And I turned around, and there you were. Yeah. <laughs> and we both looked like, and I was having, like, like we met exact... each other in a porno shop. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> the weird thing is, Just... right after, you both went to the porno yeah. shop. <laughs> well, I had to detox. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like a human being I had the again. same thing, because I was looking for a hoodie, and I just wanted a plain hoodie, and I had bought one there years prior, and I was like, oh, it's across the street from my work. I'll go. And then I was like, yeah, I hate this place. And then they didn't have a hoodie, and then I turned around, and you were there. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, here all day. <laughs> but while we were there, I was on my way to see Kick-Ass 2. You had just come from Kick-Ass 2, and you mm-hmm. brought up the new trailer. 47 uh, Ronin. 47? 47. 47 Ronin. You were off by like 30 by Ronin. By like 10 Ronin. I was trying to, couldn't remember what it was to Casey beforehand. I was like, 28, 32 Ronin? <laughs> Whatever. But uh, Keanu Reeves' new movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you think of this trailer? I want to see it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I like uh it just looks like a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And I he's not a bad action star at all, you know, and uh, uh it looks like a big stupid thing and I want to see a big stupid thing now, and yeah. again, you know. And when the trailer starts, I was like, "Oh, is he doing like a dramatic period piece yeah. thing?" Oh, no, he's not. There's monsters and yeah. dragons and, and spiders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, 
Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I don't want to see him in a period piece, but I'll watch him fight a dragon. Yeah. I think it looks like a piece of shit, but I do think there, that there is an element to the trailer where I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I will I watch do, it, I'm very though. curious, too, like what's yeah. going to go down in this It's the like spiders, and then that woman turns into a dragon. Yeah. And she's like flo- well, More like her clothes her turn clothes. into a dragon. <laughs> yeah. She's like flying oh, no. around. Yeah. Her clothes. Like she turns into like a big like... Um, so- it, what? She's just wearing a dragon at the end of it? No, she, she's standing there and she jumps in the air and starts flying around, not unlike in Now You See Me when they're like throwing the fabric yeah, yeah. around and it flies around. Yeah. So it's like her clothes flying around, you can't see her anymore, and then like a dragon comes out. Like she's transforming into a dragon. Yeah. This all sounds great. Yeah. yeah. And it's like garbage CGI. Totally. <laughs> it's just terrible looking. I, I can't remember if it was in 3D or not, but I feel like it will probably it looks, be in 3D. It'll get the treatment. Yeah. Yeah, they got to push this thing hard. But I mean, I, it looks like an entertaining something that I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fool enough to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before the show, Casey, mm-hmm. that's me. You also brought up a trailer. I did. Talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh I just I saw the uh, the trailer before the movie I watched today. I saw the trailer for uh, a new trailer for Don John. Yeah, that's yeah. what I forgot to mention to you when I saw it. I'm like, oh, there's something else. But yeah, yeah. they played before. Uh, like, Kick ass as well. It looks fucking great, doesn't it? Like I it saw, does look good. I saw a, a little clip from it. They they released a little clip from it a couple months ago, I guess. And uh, and in the clip, primarily it's uh, Tony Danza. Yeah, yeah. And he looks awesome. Yeah, just being a pig. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Tony Danza talking about tits is yeah. fucking great. Amazing. I'll it, tell you who the boss is. The trailer you saw is the one that's like uh, my family, my, my family, church, my, my, my okay. porn, my thing, yeah. my junk. Fuck, what a great trailer. It, it does it look really effective. It looks extremely charming. Yeah. This movie. I'm in a movie about a guy who jerks off all the time. <laughs> looks pretty charming to me. Yeah, I'm pretty I, charming I when I jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Be charmed by oh, me. Oh, wink. <laughs> I wear That's a little it. top hat. Yeah. It wears a little top hat. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little choreographed dance. <laughs> um, yeah, what else? what else? I had some things here. The director of Oblivion and Tron Legacies is apparently attached for the Twilight Zone movie. Hmm. There's going to be uh, a new gonna, Twilight Zone uh, Now, movie. is that Twilight Zone movie going to be like the last one where... It's a bunch of segments, or are they like just throwing the Twilight Zone on a story like Tales of the Crypt does? Um, it's saying that the script has been worked on by some people that wrote the Sherlock Holmes. Uh, there, there's no plot details available. Huh. Um, but only one director. Yeah. So they're not doing the... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So... What old-timey actor are they going to kill this time? Oh, wait. <laughs> this article says that the new Twilight Zone is simply a big science fiction action movie with a single freestanding story that is linked okay. to the original series, mainly in it that it shares a familiar, eerie feel. Huh. Mm. Did you know that uh, the original script for Miracle Mile, which I wrote about yeah. uh, on our site... Uh, was going to be Twilight Zone the movie. No. Yeah. But then they scrapped that idea and went with the vignette thing, and then years later, they made Miracle, Miracle Mile was made. But it was originally Was the director Twilight that Zone. made a Miracle Mile originally going to make Twilight Zone? Or was it well, just he a wrote script? It, so I don't know if he... So he was just like, I don't know if he was going to direct it as a Twilight yeah. Zone movie, but he So wrote he wrote it, this and movie, and then they didn't make it, so he was like, well, then I'll go make it. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. I did yeah, not know cool. that. No. I still have not watched Miracle Mile. It's not on I want YouTube to anymore. So no? No, I, I, I sat up. down with the conscious decision to, uh, to watch that yeah. movie, and then it wasn't there, and I'm like, well, now I'll never see it. <laughs> this is the only way. I, yeah. I still haven't seen Oblivion, mm-hmm. but I liked Tron Legacy enough that 
I would I would be interested the in look seeing this guy pulls off is very yeah. impressive. I keep waiting for him to make something that like has it all, like has like yeah, something to it. With I don't know some changes is a brilliant sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. It sure, certainly looks like one. Yeah, but it could have uh, been. I was in a video store the other day. And uh, they had the Blu-ray of Oblivion playing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, my, I, I was standing there for a second just kind of staring at it. Like, it pulls you in. The look of it is really mm-hmm. strong enough to overcome a lot of the story problems. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with Oblivion. Yeah, I want to see it. Man, does it look good on Blu-ray? Yeah, I think I'm going to check it out now that it's been a while. And I'm just going to sit down with it and be like, well... Hope it's good to look at. Yeah. I find myself liking it more and more. I mean, I've only seen it the once, but yeah. I find myself liking it more and more in comparison to all the other shit that's been yeah, happening this compared summer. Compared to this summer, it was one of the better ones yeah. by far. Um, so, Although I think I still think I liked Elysium better, even though Elysium yeah. was a shittier movie. It was a more entertaining movie. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so if you remember a while back uh, on See You Next Wednesday, we talked about ABC's A Death in mm-hmm. Length. Yes, and they've released yeah. a list of uh, directors, right? And we've had some ideas for, two, part two. for, for the for sequel. part two. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a crazy list. Like there are some brilliant people on this list, and I'm so stuck in the middle of being like, I want to be excited for this, but it's ABCs of Death two, and the first one oh, was I'm a piece look, of I'm shit. Totally I'm super Even excited if it's for as it. Spotty as the first one, it's such a weird experience. Yeah. to go through. Like, it, I don't. Care. I had so much fun watching that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and 98% of it was total bullshit. Totally. Mm-hmm. And so this one is fully allowed to be that. Yeah. 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 The the, the list of uh, directors are crazy. Vincenzo Natale, Canadian guy who made Cube. Uh, Larry Fessenden, who produces all of uh, Ty West stuff with his company Glass Eye Picks, is doing one. He mm-hmm. made a movie called The Last Winter that I kind of liked and kind of hated. Yeah, I think we talked about that at one point. Uh, on the, the guy... The, the, Director of A Lonely Place to Die, which was that uh, people in the woods find the girl in a box I talked about movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else is on this thing? Bill, Bill Plimpton is doing Bill Plimpton, which I'm excited to see. Which is awesome. Yeah. I feel like I feel like more of these need to be animated. Yeah. Because that was the one I liked in the first ABC's yeah. Death was the tea for toilet. Yeah. Right. I feel like more, I think it needs to be as eclectic as possible instead of just like more gross, dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm interested. But uh, I'm oh, not yeah. super excited. Oh, Jen and Sylvia Soska, who just had a movie called American Mary that everybody's been talking about. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing a lot about yeah. that. So looks good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm very I'm, I'm so glad this is happening. Yeah. It's a weird thing to do. And who knows? I mean, the, the, the potential for good is very, very strong there. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's going to be at least a couple that are fun to watch, sure. and there's going to be a couple There'll that be... are going to be just super fun to rip on because they're so retarded. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I didn't. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, I want to talk about something. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Casey and I watched this. I was time. actually literally just going to bring this up. Yeah. Uh, we watched uh, a, a blockbuster from a couple of years ago because we're cur- both currently on Italian, uh, not Italian, no, Irish. Irish Netflix. Yeah. Same, same thing. Yeah, totally similar. I, uh, same colors in their flag and shit. Yeah, I that's think. where you can watch the uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah. New episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, Irish Netflix is fucking wicked. It's yeah. great. They it's got really lot. good. They got that's a where lot I saw of, Michael and Michael have issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of and and it seems like what I thought American Netflix would be more like is because it has so much big budget trash on there that I'm like, yes, I'm going to watch Con Air. Yeah, <laughs> watch The Rock. Uh, 
A lot of Nick Cage. <laughs> Apparently, is what I've been looking for in American Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but what we watched was Cowboys and Aliens. Oh. Now, I, I like, ever since this thing came out, since I heard it was going to be a movie and it was going to be directed by John Favreau, I was like, I've got to see this fucking movie. I was excited for it when it came out, but yeah. I never ended up ended up seeing it. Yeah. No, and it was. I was only excited because of John Favreau. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, in the trailers, I'm like, hey, it looks like Harrison Ford's like awake in this movie. Yeah. And uh, and I like Daniel Craig a lot. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig. Fuck, it was a great cast. You got Sam Rockwell. You got Paul Dano. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, just, just a solid cast. All the way through Clancy Brown's up in that bitch. Yeah. What? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, really, really not good. <laughs> it, is, it is so boring. So boring. The plot is there, as far as I can tell. Is that there are some cowboys? Yeah, yeah, and there are some aliens. Okay, and no, yeah. no, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's it. Was oh. that not enough? <laughs> there are just two of them together, and there's the thing. Well, there is okay. The aliens. This is what are there's tension like, because they the cowboys in, don't like the they aliens. They don't like them. But did the aliens Spoiler really alert. like the cowboys? No. no. But you know what the aliens are there for? What gold? Oh god. <laughs> the aliens are literally prospecting for gold. <laughs> That sounds garbage. <laughs> it was so fucking terrible. Yeah. Just, and like, for the longest time, but you don't know that forever. And, like, why they're interacting or going, pro- like, progressing the, their journey towards the aliens. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, what is anything about? I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, nothing happens at all. Uh, <laughs> nothing happens. And even when there's something happening, you're still like, this is... This is still nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, things are exploding and this shit. This is just louder nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like loud nothing happens yeah. and then quiet nothing. Uh-huh. Mm. And also, uh, it was deceiving because Harrison Ford is indeed asleep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, he's, he's like shitty, like the shittiest Han Solo ever in this movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, like what I'm afraid he's going to do in the new Star Wars movies. It's just, just this, like, like a loose character of, you know, like, I'm like a rogue, but I got hard to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still like have this weird interest in seeing it now. <laughs> Almost more now that you've said it's a piece of shit. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. The yeah. weird thing is at points. I dare though, you to like, finish it. Like yeah. if we weren't we were watching it at the same time, but not together. Oh, okay. And texting each other through it. Like, what is going on here? If you're not interactive in that way like if you're not watching with someone trying to figure out why they made this movie yeah um or why it took six writers to make this movie that was the first sign like six screenwriters yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, i would like to know if there has ever been a movie written by that many people that was a really like awesome. great movie yeah, yeah. like there there's gotta been. be examples but usually when it comes up you're like oh no yeah oh, absolutely. <laughs> i remember the first time i noticed that was like scary movie 2 or something and it came up there was like eight writers on it and i was just like that can't be good <laughs> <laughs> and then i was also like it's scary movie 2 so this is not gonna be good no. well yeah like that's no. the thing that's a movie that that is like a hundred percent punch up yeah, that's yeah. all those movies are how yeah. many just like, made this oh <laughs> i didn't even know they invented some new lanes <laughs> I didn't even know there were that many. They created a couple new weigh-ins. Yeah. They inducted a couple of weigh-ins. Because <laughs> they needed more writers. Yeah. Cowboys and aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, terrible. CBs and A's, guy. Did yeah. he not turn down, like, one of the Iron Men to do that? Or did he no, do it between one and two? He did it in between one okay. and two. Yeah. Um, Is it really, like, shitty? Because Spielberg produced that, right? Did he? I, I thought it had so. something to do with Spielberg because I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, it's, it has that like 
like what, what Super 8 was trying to do later with that kind of like Spielberg tone and like it, wide... it definitely had that tone. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, like the script wasn't terrible. There were points where where it was kind of like this dialogue's pretty pretty good, or or like. I'm starting to sort of care about these characters yeah. for oh, like for like a couple of lines, and then yeah. you go, "Oh no, that character goes nowhere." So yeah, I was wrong to care. And that, and that guy from that Canadian TV show's in there, the Arctic Air or whatever. Is that what is and what is that show called? Oh, you're done, eh? You're done, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's in there. Oh shit! Damon Lindelof was in there writing. Alex Kurtzman, yeah, was in Kurtzman there. and Orsi. Steve were... Odekirk from. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the weird. That was the first weird thing I saw. Steve Odekirk's name, and I was like, "How <laughs> wacky is this going to be? And <laughs> how like, many people are going to be played by thumbs?" <laughs> Listen, we loved Kung Pao. Not enough. <laughs> Kung, yeah, Kung Pao is awesome. It I is. Do it's like, fucking hilarious. I, I do laugh a lot at that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Steven Spielberg was an executive producer on this thing. Uh, huh. no, uh, executive. Yeah. Which means they like show, like he put money up and then they like showed him a cut and he was like, go with it. <laughs> <laughs> and they showed him a Why cut not? and he was like, I don't care. <laughs> Cowboys and aliens. Well. Well, all right. All right. Um, uh, what a piece of shit. Just because it was a graphic novel doesn't mean it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. T- proven time and time again. Over and over. Yeah. Consistently. <laughs> Do you know what's perfect is uh, the picture that Steve Odekirk has on uh, IMDb is a picture of him holding a rubber chicken, and I think that sums him up pretty well. <laughs> oh my god, he has not aged very well. He's aged a lot in a very short period of time from the looks of it. Yeah. Like from Kung Pao to now? Kung Pao wasn't that long ago, was it? No. It was long I guess it was pretty... 2001, too. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um Wow. Uh, oh, he's got a new movie coming out. Ricky Stanicki. Great oh, name, rhymes. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, sweet. Yeah, so should we get uh, into some film roulette then? Yeah. Why not? Okay. All Why right. Let's do it. Is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go and see something good or something that we're all looking forward to. This week we picked Kick Ass 2, and the loser has to go and see a piece of shit or something that just looks weird. And this week we picked Jobs. But the loser gets to give the two high rollers an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week Greg gave us an album by War. What is mm-hmm. it good for? Absolutely everything. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I don't. Oh. <laughs> well, you see, he turned it around a little. Um, uh, don't tell him. If he doesn't know, I don't want <laughs> him to know. Yeah. yeah, so that's how we play. That's what we did. Greg and I went and saw Kick-Ass 2. This mm-hmm. is directed by Jeff Wadlow, uh, starring all the gang from the first one, minus Nicolas Cage, plus fucking Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. And uh, this is Donald Faison. Yeah, this is uh, adapted from the comic book created by Mark Miller. Millar. Millar. There you go. <laughs> uh, and so, how do you want to get into this? What do you? It's is a superhero action comedy. Yeah. Um, well, um, the first movie. The first movie is great. I liked the first movie. I don't. I didn't like love it, but I did think that it was like pretty fun and entertaining. Yeah, it's fun and it's satire work too, mm-hmm. where you're kind of undressing characters like Batman and Robin and Spider Man and. 
Yeah, there was something to the, to the first tropes of of the movie of movie of comic book movies mm-hmm. that we've had over the last decade. Yeah, and so it was it was kind of a kind of a farce and kind of not, mm-hmm. and, it, and it worked really well. Like it, it just everything kind of came together. It was good timing and the right director uh, with Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, I, I I do like Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, I absolutely. think he's a pretty good director. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, directed by Jeff Wadlow, yes. um, what has he done? I don't know. He has directed Never Back Down. He did a movie called Cry Wolf. That was a horror movie. Oh. Um, so that the, like, computer yeah, Cry Wolf? Computer Cry Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Cry so computer Wolf. <laughs> I, went into, I went into Kick-Ass 2 kind of like having seen some reviews that said it was absolutely garbage, and I was kind of like think going in thinking, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I by the time I got to the theater, I had seen a couple of reviews, and and I was basically going in thinking like, well, here we go. This is going to be a shitty movie for me to sit through, yeah. and that's exactly how I felt. Yes, yeah. it's a really bad. movie. It's garbage. It's just a soulless, straight up garbage. Empty. I I felt spirited. Uh, yeah, really mean spirited. I felt zero emotions in the theater. I wasn't even yeah. mad at the movie. I was just like. This sucks. Yeah. I'm just warning everyone right now. I'm going to be spoiler crazy because I'm just talking about shit that happened in it and why it affected me. And like, yeah, I wouldn't I'm recommend this movie. If you like the first one, just enjoy what it was. Yeah. Because this is like, you know how there's American Psycho 2 mm-hmm. that just doesn't get <laughs> American Psycho 1? Mm-hmm. That's what this is. I've yeah. seen it. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, the, Greg just cl- clutched his head in his hands. <laughs> this is how I felt uh, as well. <laughs> um, it's just like from the get go, it yeah. doesn't feel right. Like the pacing and, is wrong, the yeah. texture is wrong, the, the dialogue is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like ju- the first one had swearing and gross violence, but it was to a, to an end, and it was kind of like again like a farce. This is just just saying motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't a joke and no. you're not skewering anything you're just being stupid yeah and even the action though and it, it, this one's even more violent yeah and it's not but it's not fun none of no. it there wasn't well there's was one part where a guy fell off a car and got run over by a yeah. car and i was and, like Wah. yeah <laughs> that, literally that happens like an hour and a half into the movie and like that was the only noise i made that wasn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah, and the performances are flat. Mm-hmm. Like they don't give a fuck. The director no. doesn't give a fuck. It's very shoddily put together. It's very like it does kind of seem like oh, we need a, a sequel to this movie that was like a really big hit, but we're like we don't want to put all the money like to make it bigger and better. It's kind I don't know. Like there was some, there was it did feel flat, and the mm-hmm. CGI was bad at points, yeah. and it just kind of felt like they just slapped this thing together because totally. the first one was a hit. But I really liked Jim Carrey in it. Jim Carrey was the best part of it. He I didn't was so like the like it kind of came to life when he turned up, and I'm like, am I? I might be able to forgive this crap so far if this is how like what tone we're gonna roll with now. Mm-hmm. But this is like a lot of fun, and those scenes, his action scenes are pretty solid. And, yeah, Jim uh, Carrey definitely needed to be in this more. But he's and, not in this very no, much. He's in it for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, which is a fucking and, and it is good. It is. Oh, really? Yeah. Really cool to see huh. him in that role, doing something you haven't seen him do before. He definitely like goes at it with his all and you definitely feel that i feel like it's the yeah. only point in the movie where you're like okay this person cares about his their their character and yeah and how to work act. into it and the, yeah. fucking, the voice is great the physicality is great yeah <sighs> oh, this fucking movie it's, i guess it, okay i won't go all crazy spoiler well the gist but. of it is um 
hit girl is kind of forced to hang up her her uh, superhero persona because her dad died in the first film and her bodyguard had made a promise to I'm already so bored with what you're I talking know. about. <laughs> her bodyguard like was like I'm going to take care of your daughter and I'll do that forever and so hit girl has to go to school and kind of suffer through some mean girls-esque escapades while yeah. uh, Kick-Ass ends up going with Jim Carrey and co. and Start doing, like a superhero Starting team. like a Justice League style yeah. like rip-off thing. Like yeah. Spoof. Um, and uh, Christopher Mintz Plass. Yeah, he's... Not, he accidentally he, kills his mom at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, he kills his mom and then wears her weird dominatrix gear and becomes the first supervillain, the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and John Leguizamo is there for some reason. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, here, no. <laughs> here's the thing. You saying the past? you you just hit the nail on the head for a bunch of characters in this movie. This person is here for some reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> so many characters in this movie, including Jim Carrey, only exist for bad things to happen to them to move a plot along. Yeah. Like like women and men oh. and so many characters in this movie are just like, oh, we, this guy is so like broadly painted and he's a shitty character but he's like really important to to hit the kick ass or like his kick ass has a dad but he's kind of here for some reason but i guess something bad's going to happen to him later and they exist for no reason other than to be like stabbed or killed or raped mm-hmm. or almost raped or yep. whatever and then it's like oh now kick now kick ass is really mad and it's so lazy and yeah. so not fun and none, not fun none of it is fun so lots of offensive stuff that's just yeah. like you're not being subversive you you're don't just fucking get it you don't get it yeah. you can't have your cake and eat it too you if you're trying to skewer tropes of superhero movies and comics, you think you're doing that, but you're not. You're just yeah. using them. This movie is just made up of things that have been used before in other movies. Nothing yeah. in this movie is original. No. And I don't know, like, I haven't read uh, Kick-Ass 2, the, the graphic novel. I don't know if it's this is the exact story and if it's Mark Millar's fault there's as well. St- there's I, similar like, stuff. I felt like there, I'd read that there was pressure for him to write a sequel. He'd never intended there to be a sequel mm-hmm. to Kick-Ass, huh? movie or graphic novel, but then, you know success yeah Money. Uh, i do know that in the book um what's her name the night bitch yeah i do know that in the book she is actually raped and that it's pretty like disgusting and in the movie they don't go that far yeah but the, even still it's almost like that scene is still like offensive it's like you try to avoid being offensive but then you're still just using this as a plot device yeah yeah you know, which is boring and offensive is yeah that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah Ugh. Uh, this is really disappointing because I I really was looking forward to this movie. Yeah, so I, I I thought Kickass the first one was so much fun. Yeah, and just fun. everything that I like about like like satire and violence. There yeah, was something really cool totally. about it. Yeah, this is just I mean, and this is a, in a long line of a, of disappointing big tentpole movies this summer. Like they've all. That's why Oblivion looks so good now. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and people in the theater I saw this with were loving it. They thought it oh, was really? so funny anytime yeah. someone someone said fuck or anytime a high school girl projectile diarrhea or anytime I'm sorry fucking that happens in this movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, sir. Yep, it's but, hilarious. But the worst nope. CGI. <laughs> yeah, it looks so bad. Looks so bad. Yeah, 
Um, and I want my diarrhea to look, <laughs> look realistic. As realistic as possible. That's what I paid for. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to a movie to see fake diarrhea. Yeah. I want a positive experience with my diarrhea shooting out of somebody's asshole. Yeah. The more I read about Mark Millar, the more I'm like, you're just a douchebag. Yeah, like, I found that too. I, I had no idea until like yesterday yeah. when I was reading some stuff. I'm like, oh, you're kind of like a, a horrible person. Sexist douchebag. Yeah. He said like, <laughs> really? like, we shouldn't change the way that we write comic books to incorporate women because women don't read comic books and this is how we've been writing comic books forever using maybe rape. that's the reason they yeah. don't read them yeah <laughs> it's because you don't do anything for them exactly you treat He's, them like fucking sex objects or yeah. rape festivals for the yeah. for everything you do it's he basically terrible he, he basically said like rape is the same thing as as decapitating someone to shit like if he's gonna make somebody look if he wants to write a character that's an evil character he'll use rape the same way he would use like decapitation that, just like to to be like this is how evil they are so i was like fuck you guy yeah, i hate you the worst that sort of reminds me of uh deadly prey yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a weird well yeah there. when we but when we talked about deadly prey we mentioned that and i was mm-hmm. kind of like because i had just read about what mark miller said i was like exactly you can't just do that you can't yeah. like you can't throw that out on the table and then not like you know yeah just right. use it like however you will <laughs> yeah because like even on screen rape watching that emotionally affects everybody yeah because sexual violence is i mean violence in general people are sort of inured to it but sexual violence hits you in a very different way yeah. oh yeah and and I, I hate to say that it should be handled responsibly, but, no, but that, be, I, I sort of mean that. Mm-hmm. I fucking I remember when I was a kid, I watched the, some episode of Highway to Heaven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Landon. Yeah, with Michael Landon, <laughs> and there was a fucking rape scene in it. Yeah, and it's just a TV rape. And yeah, whatever, yeah, and especially, but it freaked the fuck out of me, and I yeah. can still see it almost perfectly in my mind what was going on in that episode and like i was like yeah really like this is horrifying yeah and this is like my brother's uh, nine years older than me and showed me all kinds of fucked up horror movies yeah. at a very young age and like whatever uh freddy krueger yeah, jason yeah. and all that shit these fucking these weird hillbillies raping a girl in an episode of highway to heaven scared me to my fucking core like, yeah it was just really upsetting yeah it's terrible it's not something that's really you should throw around lightly in a yeah. fucking comic book movie or a or a shit-ass action movie anything <sighs> yeah exactly said, oh. and this movie is just is is just filled with careless. with that careless kind filming. of careless plotting it's just or like writing. It's and that's just it. Like this movie doesn't bring anything new to the table. No. It's horribly just. It taints the first movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this movie's garbage. I felt like I said I felt nothing watching this. Yeah. I was like, couldn't wait. I haven't laughed. Yeah. I haven't. I have no no interest in this film. And yeah, no. by the end of it, I was like, this should just end now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if this had been a losing movie, yeah, I would have been even. I still would have been like, ah, enraged yeah. and like really taking my time on a punishment album. Totally. Like, Fuck you yeah. <laughs> because I had to watch this. Totally. Yeah. Whether it was a sequel to something you liked or not. Absolutely. Exactly. Just what a fucking pile of yeah. shit. And tons of Toronto, I guess, as a yeah, side yeah, note. Yeah. Huh? It, but I, I wasn't really paying attention to it. It wasn't until it, I saw Batondo's uh, Pizza. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck yeah, that place yeah. has great sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the That's best <laughs> part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Had they just gone in and gotten some sandwiches yeah. then. I wish I was there. They make a real sandwich there that is so delicious. Yeah. Batondo's. Um, <laughs> just yeah, south they, of college. They might, as, they, might, 
<laughs> they might as well have called this movie like uh, Young and Dundas. The movie It's just like yeah. constantly driving up and down Young Street, which yeah. was the again. It's one of those movies where your mind wanders to the sandwich shop. Your mind <laughs> wanders to oh, that's around the corner from where I work. Oh, yeah. what's going on over there in the that background? That was my biggest moment of anticipation and wonder in the movie. Like, are they going to go in there and have a delicious sandwich? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm invested. Instead, they just went in and raped all the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Straight up garbage. So, yep. Casey, you didn't have to go see this uh, nope. piece of shit. You went and saw a movie that looks, I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I went and saw Jobs. Jobs. The two-hour. Elegantly titled. Uh, yeah, well, that was, I, a lot of people actually don't know this. That was Steve Jobs' last name. Oh, what? Yeah. what? Oh. I thought it was about a bunch of people who had careers. <laughs> Worked for Apple. Out, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was a double entendre. Mm. I think it was clever that way. Um, yeah, 122 minutes. I Yeah, two hours. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> this thing was fucking two hours. Um, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah. And it, there's so much wrong with it. But, or rather, I guess the things that I thought were going to be shitty about it were less shitty than right. the other shitty things. From the very beginning, you know what this movie is. And it's a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Like, it fully feels like a, a made-for-TV movie produced by Apple or yeah. by Steve Jobs' estate. They is still it? wanted it. No, it's not. Oh. But it feels like it was. It. Okay. It's extremely sycophantic. Uh, but they throw in little things because everybody knows that Steve Jobs was kind of an asshole, yeah, and um, and kind of a megalomaniac. Uh, um, sorry, a legomaniac. That's yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, it's the one thing I've always uh, <laughs> had in common with him. He likes Lego. He was a legomaniac. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they'll throw in things like you know his girlfriend gets pregnant and he goes, "It's not my kid. Get the fuck out of my life." So you go like, "Ooh, this guy was an asshole." Or, but most of it was like, uh, l- "Look at how edgy a character he was because he was so brilliant and mm-hmm. everything Apple did was great." And like, it, he has a beard. It, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like, I mean, at his very core, Ashton Kutcher is not a good actor. Chris Kutcher. Uh, sorry, Chris Kutcher. Chris Kutcher. <laughs> um, work hard, everybody. Uh, he's not a good actor. Like he just he doesn't embody a role. He yeah. just says words like he thinks an actor would say. Yeah, um, and that's what he's doing here. And his performance is as reined in as it can be because Steve Jobs is a pretty was a pretty um, 
uh, like stayed individual and like mm-hmm. he wasn't like crazy all over the map like he'd have his little explosions here and there but he so i mean it was the character was sort of given to that style of acting so he's not good but he's not terrible mm-hmm. right. um a lot of fun people show up. Uh, uh, like, uh, for me, uh, eventually it became cameo spotting. Yeah. Um, y- you know, you go like, oh, well, there's, you know, Brett Gelman or there's Sam Levine for a Who line. does Brett Gelman play? Uh, he plays the guy. Um, uh, basically, this is the story. They don't talk about Steve Jobs' uh, a- illness or anything like that. They they basically just talk about his time when he was kicked off the Apple II and and started spearheading the yeah. Macintosh and what a big failure that was and why. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is actually the interesting story to me. Yeah, I yeah. would have much rather have seen a documentary about that than than this movie. But Brett Gelman plays the guy who was the team leader on Macintosh okay. before uh, who Steve Jobs is like up. Oh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's really sycophantic. It's it's really stupid. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> at the beginning, because, like, you know, Steve Jobs was this kind of hippie who never wore shoes or showered at all. Um, so he... Uh, you know, it's him at college, and he fucking dropped out of college. And James Wood shows up for two seconds to go, "Hey, what? Steve Jobs, come back to college." And and uh, he's like, "No, man." So uh, so it's basically <laughs> I gotta wear shoes to go back there. Yeah, <laughs> no, no way, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Ron Eldred is great. He shows up for a little while. Yeah. Dermot Mulroney is in there. Uh, Matthew Modine's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Modine. Uh, delightful. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know he was in this. He was in there. Uh, dust him off and bring him out. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Dunn shows up and he does what he's supposed to do. Yeah, like there's not that much that I can really say about it. Like if you know the story, you don't need to see the movie because there's nothing about the movie mm-hmm. that makes the story interesting. The story itself is interesting. The movie is terrible. Okay. Um, I, I do find it interesting and weird when you see movies like that, where you're like, this is interesting, but you're not telling it in the way that is holding my attention. Yeah. But there still is a weird undercurrent of like, I'm interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- that's the thing. Like, it held my interest because of the story, but the story itself isn't even all that interesting. It's just like, oh, this is how a company runs. And, and you know, yeah. like, like and, and this was the type of personality it took to run this company. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, he, he looked the only time you see Ashton Kutcher, the later years, the gray years yeah. with the beard and everything is at the very beginning. And he looks silly as fuck. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but you go, whatever. Of course, he's going to look fucking silly as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, how's uh, how's Josh Gad in it? Uh, he's all right. He basically like he's trying to have a character. Um, he's trying to make the movie better than it is, but I don't think he's good enough to do that. Um, it, he's he plays the sort of introverted nerd kind of thing, but they don't really give him that much to do. He's all right. Yeah, that's that's there's not much I can say about this movie because it was just a thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost wish that I had gone and, and, and re-watched the other movie that we brought up before on the other episode, oh, with, Pirates, yeah. of Pirates of Silicon, Silicon Valley. Because yeah. I do remember, th- like, and that was an actual TV movie. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, for a TV movie, this was okay. Like, when I saw it, I was pretty young, though. Right. Um, and then now this movie's coming out, and everyone's saying, like, this feels like a TV movie. Totally. Just feel, Did other people say that as well? I have read people say, like, it feels exactly like a TV movie. Yeah. You'll watch mm-hmm. it on TV, and you're like, well, that was all right. Like, the family's going to watch it or whatever like oh apple computers that's interesting yeah like and it doesn't yeah, actually like hbo have, presents or something yeah like, it yeah. doesn't actually have like 
it's not telling the story in a way that like people are going to learn anything. It's just like that's interesting how yeah. it all came together in a house in the suburbs. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> or like, that's the story. The story isn't him as a person because yeah, he was a very uh, like he was a control freak and everything had to be his way and everything, but he inherently isn't that interesting a person Mm -hmm. like the way he is and reacts to things so which is i guess that's why you get ashton kutcher to play him yeah Yeah. (laughs) now it will be interesting to see because there is another movie coming out um about the story is that right yeah well i don't i've read this somewhere now i can't remember the names of what it's going to be called but it's based on the book that was written about uh his entire life and and uh aaron sorkin apparently is is I don't know if he's writing the movie or he's involved somehow because people were saying like that's the team that should be making this movie the guy that like wrote the book that like had Steve Jobs is like sign off and be like this was what my life was like and, right. and then Aaron Sorkin to make it like snap you know yeah so I don't know um that's that's interesting I, I would watch that yeah and I and and I feel like it's another one of those. Uh, Another one of those, like, two movies are coming out about the same thing, like Capote and Infamous. or yeah. uh, <laughs> which I never saw Infamous. Neither did I. I didn't see... But I love Toby Jones. I think that guy's great. Yeah. I'm just going to look up Aaron Sorkin and see if he's attached to it That's on IMDb. That's right now. Um, yeah, I don't see it on that. No, I don't see him attached as a writer. Maybe I am totally wrong. Mm. Anyway... Lying. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, From so me don't being bother wrong. going and seeing that. Just read a book about it. Sure. Or the Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's like a documentary you can watch on Netflix or yeah. something about it. Um, sure there's, there's probably 10. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's one of those things you go on uh, Netflix, there's probably 10 about like the Apple movement or whatever. Like, Yeah. 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 So do that. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> now, Just we'll wait. do it. Um, so, because... We had a punishment album given to us. Yes. Uh, yes last we week, Greg gave us a punishment album. Why don't yeah. you tell us about what Casey and I have been listening to? All right. Uh, yeah, it was a well, I, not a punishment it a album. One. It's an album that I love. Yeah. Uh, dearly, one of the coolest albums I think I've heard. Uh, it's by uh, the band War. Uh, the album's called "The World Is a Ghetto." Yep. Um, and this is the I think fourth album by War. Fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Uh, War started as Eric Burden in War. When Eric Burden left the Animals, he joined up with uh, this funk R and B something fusion band and released a couple albums. Had a big hit with "Spill the Wine." Uh, that was arguably their biggest hit. Was oh no, I guess no, it no. Wasn't, I Low guess. Rider, Low Rider. Why can't we biggest. be friends? Yeah. Uh, like. like Really big songs out of this group. Um, their second album was very successful, won a bunch of awards, Black Man's Burden. And then Eric Burden left the band, and he was the name and like face of it. So usually you don't expect a band to continue on without their lead singer. Mm-hmm. And they didn't add anyone to replace him. They just kind of filled the, the voids themselves with... Uh, with a lot of gang vocals. Yeah, a lot of really cool gang vocals. And they put out an album called Three that's really good. Um, and then All Day Music is what really kind of caught people's attention because that had Slipping Into Darkness. That was a big hit. And Nappy Head and really like cool shit. And then this was the album, like still, this was the, this was the best-selling album of 1972, which I find really surprising because it doesn't have any of their huge songs. There's yeah. no low rider. Yeah. You know. um, the, 
single version, the edited version of The World is a Ghetto, uh, was successful, as was Cisco Kid, the opening track. Yeah, Which yeah. is the coolest song in the fucking world, I think. Anyway, I love this album, and I got back into War recently. I, I went through a big phase with them. Like, I, I, I got into a Sly and the Family Stone and George Clinton thing, oh, and yeah. that led me to War, sure. which was better than all of it. I'm, mm-hmm. Sly is great, don't get me wrong, but this was always the most textured, the, the, the most deep, uh, and the most easy listening. Or experience I found in funk and R and B fusion bands, <laughs> which I'm not a big you know yeah. expert on, but this band blows my mind. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite album by them, so I gave it to you guys, hoping you'd like it. As yeah, well. um, and si- similarly, I also a couple years back went through like a phase where I wasn't super into soul music or funk or R and B, and 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 went through that phase where it was like I need to start listening to this stuff, like because yeah. I like it. So like you said, I got like Sly and Family Stone, I got yeah. it like Parliament funkadelic all that stuff yeah. um and, and it's I, great yeah and 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 i had never actually like made it to any war albums uh other than just like some of their songs so this is actually the first time i've really sat down and and listened to a war album kind of w- with the like trying to figure it out trying to listen yeah. to it like really get into it and uh it's fucking great man it's the best it's yeah. so good really, really i good. really really like this album that's awesome it really aligns itself with a style of music that i do again i really like but like you i'm not i don't purport to be a fucking guy that knows everything about funk or soul yeah. or r&b so but it does align itself with the style of music I like, especially with the, especially with like the jams and stuff. Super into the two really long songs on this. It's just yeah, every, yeah. everyone. City Country City is yeah. super cool. And, and, and structured so, so awesome. Like everyone gets their moment, but it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like a, a, a song where people are just waiting around for their turn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't feel overly jammy. Yeah. I hate jammy shit. I like, that's the worst, but I like how. I don't, I'm not usually into a fucking instrumental funk jam for 13 minutes, but it really fucking works. You know? mm-hmm. Same thing with the 10 minute version of the title track. Yeah, which I yeah, I really support. enjoyed my time with this album. I thought it's great. I'm gonna keep listening to it. I would keep. I'm gonna keep my eyes open for a vinyl copy of it. Like it's yeah. just uh, it's it's a really good album. I yeah. really liked it. And uh, yeah, I think I'll probably listen to some of their other albums too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, w- w- uh, why can't we be friends? Is a mm-hmm. great album. All That's the music. one that I'm like see the most kind of thing because yeah, it has yeah. the cover, iconic cover almost. Yeah, yeah. And Eric Burden declares war is pretty good. Uh, Black man's burden is great. Yeah. Um, pretty much anything after why can't we be friends is is unfortunate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Casey? what about you, Casey? It's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I really liked it. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't, because uh, like I listened to it all on YouTube uh, uh, a couple of times, and it was really given to repeat listening on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, yeah, oh, that's a bummer. Um, it's uh, the first thing that uh, entertained me was the album cover because it looked like it was drawn by a pretty talented eleven-year-old. <laughs> um, but uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I found the uh, like. Four cornered room is is unnecessary. I just found it really boring. City Country City had its its interesting points, but it wasn't in it didn't have me the entire time. I thought the world is a ghetto. I, I actually because I was listening to the album version, um I it, maybe the three minute version would be better, but I was like, eh, it's too long. Huh. <laughs> and uh, but the Cisco Kid, I will agree. And Cisco Kid and Where Was You At are fucking 
awesome songs. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, this is where we're going. And and Cisco Kid's a four uh, four minute song. Where was you at? Is a three minute song. Um, and then City Country City is a thirteen minute song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh well, this is just so your been going on. For so a while. your main issue would just be with with the length of the jams. And stuff. Yeah, I've just I've never been a fan of jammy like long instrumental stuff that wasn't uh, that didn't accompany a movie or something yeah so yeah see i i those tended to lose my interest i am into super jammy stuff like yeah. it, it, when done by the right people like obviously I, i'm not like i'm not gonna say like i love all jams like <laughs> put, like put a fish album in front of me or whatever like i'm not into like ch- like lame jams right. but like in terms of bands like this or like even in the indie rock world like a built to spill or, or something like bands that stretch out i do generally really like right um so it does again play to my my interests yeah i can't i don't really can't stand jam stuff but like this like and again like i really like this for like headphones walking yeah. around it really yeah and like uh i was I've, and I've been listening to it like crazy and um, I was listening to uh, like I understand what you're saying with four corner uh, four corner room yeah because it's it, it but it's it's a, a really atmospheric song yeah I was actually listening to it while I was walking through a really shitty part of town and I was like this <laughs> is exact because yeah the, right. it's like I mean I was looking at like people passed out on the street and fucking garbage everywhere and I was like yeah this is exactly what this album was written in you mm-hmm. know. Um, and this is uh, yeah, it's a, it's a highly effective song, and that's one where like loud through headphones, like all these little like cool fucking texture things that are going on, and I re- really, really get into it. and the fucking funky ass keyboard, yeah, in, uh, or organ rather, in, in city country city. Totally, that's what like, I can listen to that fucking thing for eight minutes straight. Well, th- like so that's the thing cool. for me too is that I'm just I'm not a funk guy, yeah, I'm just not. And there are certain like funk things that i've been like okay this gets a pass like there's certain sort of like uh you know stevie songs that that i'm just like okay well this gets a pass because it's stevie wonder Mm -hmm. and the songwriting and the structure and everything Mm -hmm. are are fucking so amazing and his voice is so beautiful but yeah like this seems like some pretty standard funk and and i'm just like it doesn't always get me it just feels like a cleric a commercial or something (laughs) but uh but yeah, but I, I definitely understood and, and uh, like why this is a great album. It's just not a great album for me. No. Fair enough. Two against one. Uh-huh. High five, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I can understand that. Totally. Totes. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, sweet. Yeah. So I guess we're we're gonna do an interesting roll this week. Well, we gotta get uh, punishment. Oh the yeah! Too. I always try and skip over the punishment album because I don't want to listen to. <laughs> nope. It. <laughs> when was the last time you lost? You haven't lost. It, a I've lot. had a really good streak you ever have. since I switched to the bouncy castle tile <laughs> to roll on, and now well, ever I'm, since you started rolling them under the fridge and then, and then putting just them, telling us yeah. what you got <laughs> again <laughs> under the fridge. It's a seven this time. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. There was some dirt under the fridge. It picked <laughs> yeah. up an extra dot. Um, and now that I've said that, I'm going to roll on the ta- the tile that bounces, and it's gonna. And yep. I'm going to lose. But uh, no. yeah. So punishment album. Yeah. This time from Casey. So after Jobs, Casey. maybe mm-hmm. he's going to give us some uh, computer bleepy bloop electronic album. <laughs> maybe I should have. <laughs> I should have given you guys a whole album of the metal bleepy machine bloops, music but, uh, or something. No, I, what I was going to do, uh, I was having a conversation with somebody about Rod Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I was like, and, and I hate Rod, no, no, uh, this I, this isn't what I did. Good. Um, and I was like, I hate Rod Stewart so much, 
uh, especially since, like in the early 2000s when he did like this whole group of like jazz standards yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, he decided he was Tony Bennett now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that all he does anymore? Shit. Yeah, I think that's what he does yeah. now. Um, and I was like, that's that, that sounds painful enough. But then I was like, no, but that's just banal and shitty. Um, and there's an album that uh, that I've never been able to get through fully first run and i've always tried to uh because i feel like it's interesting but it's just really thick and it's a really hard album to get through so i want you guys to listen to the tom waits album Mm -hmm. it's an album that tom waits did with uh, william s burroughs yeah uh called the black rider yeah so yeah i want you guys to spend some time with the black rider sure all right and uh and uh Report we back. can do that. I'll see if I still have my cassette. Oh, oh wow. yeah. nice. Well, if anyone <laughs> needs it, I've got it on uh, on uh, compact disc. Well, mm-hmm. I'll check out uh, the old streaming audio, and I'll get back to you if I if they don't have it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a not a. No, it's, it's not an album that you just sit down and tap your feet. No. <laughs> well, I'll see what I... I hated it when I was a teenager. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like I didn't hate it because, I mean, well, I, I was bummed the it. fuck out because it, it came out on the heels of Bone Machine. Yeah, right. And I was like, more, yes, God, Jesus pleases. <laughs> you were like, Jesus pleases. Jesus <laughs> pleases. Uh, I can't I, I just gotten into right Tom Waits, you know, and, mm-hmm. like, and Bone Machine was so good. I'm like, oh, fuck, Black Rider, right on. Let's drill. Yeah, and, let's uh, drill. I was like... Um. What? What? What, uh, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to this in uh, shit. I don't know. Fifteen years. Sweet. Yeah. All right. All right well, we'll do that. Um. So now we're gonna roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting roll this week because we got a big gap. Yeah. But we're going to do our best. I think we've picked a really good thing to do. Basically, winner's choice this week, because in the time that Greg will be away and back, Mm -hmm. we've got a a plethora of of interesting movies to see. Your Next is coming out. Um, What else did I say? World's End is coming out. Riddick, if you so choose. Riddick. So uh, there's a lot of Prince, stuff. Prince Avalanche or Avalanche? yeah, yeah. Prince, Prince Avalanche. Yeah. Uh, lots, yeah, lots of like good, couple of things smaller stuff. I mean, Blue Jasmine's yeah. going to be floating around there. Woody Allen's movie is supposed to be incredible. Hmm. Uh, Francis Haas probably still playing somewhere. Yeah. 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 So winner's lots choice for two weeks. See whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, loser in the time that uh, Greg is away and back has to go see. One Direction, 3D. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, you'll know we like to pick movies like One Direction 3D or Katy Perry's 3D mm-hmm. documentary that I had to go see. <laughs> documentary. Uh, <laughs> concert documentaries, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Luckily, we weren't doing this uh, show when Justin Bieber had his out. Thank uh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Or that could be a Netflix Maybe pick turn in Netflix, the future. Yeah. Oh, dear girl. <laughs> but yeah, One Direction directed by Morgan Spurlock. Are you serious? What? Yep. That guy will do anything for money. <laughs> you God. didn't know that? No, I, I mean, it's... Wow. You no, know, you didn't Shocking. know he was the director? No, I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. He followed him around well, for a know, year. I mean... Or like, whatever. What a weirdo. I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, stop it. We didn't authorize this 
documentary. <laughs> it's one of those unauthorized One Direction documentaries <laughs> in 3D. I, no, it's are, a documentary where Morgan Spurlock eats the band <laughs> One Direction for a whole month. This, these, this band is making me fat. Yeah. Four kids, One Direction, one dinner. <laughs> <laughs> one delicious odyssey. All right. Casey's going to roll. Sure is. To I should go Bouncy Castle. Choice or One Direction. He rolled a three. Yeah, a three. Mm-hmm. I like to play... Uh, uh, Oh, I'm gonna, alone. I'm gonna roll <laughs> for some reason. I'm gonna roll. Oops! Right into the garbage compactor. <laughs> I'll roll it away from the uh, from under the fridge. I rolled oh, a one. one. Yes, you did. Beautiful. That's what? what you get for talking about your bouncy cast. Yep. <sighs> and now I'm gonna roll a one for saying that. Yeah. Oh, please, man. God, let Greg roll a one. I I could not go see that One Direction oh, thing. Oh man. I mean, I'm going to, but not for the I, not, I shouldn't <laughs> even have said anything. What? I rolled a one. I rolled a one. That means we got a re-roll on our yeah, hands between, save. between I Greg and I. I was the king of that. Oh, All right. Sick. All right. I'm getting up. Getting up. Getting up. Dancing. Or getting something. up. Dancing. Oh, look at him go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, where'd it go? Hold on. I got to get up. under a chair. We're going to look for it. That's a one. It's a one. <laughs> I'm back. This is the most physical game this of film roulette we've ever played. Roll a one. Roll a one. Roll a one. Roll a one again. How about you both have to go see One Direction? All right, together, holding hands. I'm rolling again. Oh, come on, man. And I rolled a six. Uh, yes. And did a little dance. <laughs> I got. Caught. You are. Son of a fucking bitch. Man. The headphones caught me. Uh, Greg rolled a five. Great. It's a respectable role. Fucking hell, man. was the best game ever. It was, that was scary. It was pretty fuck. good fucking for me. Fuck. Oh. Oh. Yes. I'll probably go see Francis <laughs> Hobb and wanting to see that. Oh, that was good. Got, got, got my dance on. Burnt <laughs> off <laughs> calories. I'm sick of going and feeling like a pervert at these fucking movies. <laughs> I had Why go... is it always the kid, the shitty kids movie? <laughs> I had you have to, to go, go see Katy Perry's movie. That's true. And I had to she's go see. She's got boobs. Uh, whatever. It's it's still... not, he, she's not for prepubescent boys. <laughs> <laughs> that does. That makes no difference. It was still like no, no, I'm no, in no, a theater no, full no. of like young uh, girls. That's uh-uh. sort of indicative of how you feel about young pubescent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pubescent boys, isn't it? I said pubescent. <laughs> That's how you feel. Sorry, about I'm going through puberty young, right now. Young, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Young probiotic boys. <laughs> awesome. I'm oh, so happy. Man. Fucking oh. so happy. Yep, that that worked out really nicely for me and me by the end of it. God damn it! How did I two ones, two ones, four, four ones altogether? Yeah. Well, Greg's second one was uh, was unbelievable. That I did not see the second reroll. No, no, that I was, was a, pretty that much was a Shyamalanian twist. Yeah, I was as good. As, <laughs> I was as good as in that theater at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Fucking yeah. my day is ruined. Yep. Well, you got a long time to see your, your, your you'll have some time when you get back for your, yeah, you'll come back, <laughs> yeah, 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 shut up, you'll come back from a real sweet trip and then you'll be like, oh. yeah, back to disgusting reality. <laughs> yeah, it's going to pull you back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because last week uh, we finished up uh, Hero Swap, yep. we'll, we're going to do, we're not going to play uh, Hero Swap. 
But we are going to kind of, what, just, have a little powwow? Yeah. And we're going to talk that all... about how, Well, we spent, we spent what, over, over a year, year yeah. discussing these bloody battles yeah. between action heroes. Now we're going to talk about our feelings. Yeah. Now, <laughs> in, uh, yeah. So for the listener, if you didn't follow it, if you uh, were someone who just didn't care about it or whatever, basically what we did was we had two <laughs> brackets of, of heroes from films, uh-huh. 64 Four. of them, split into the Golan bracket and the Globus bracket, yeah. if you'll remember Canon Films, you'll mm-hmm. get that reference. Yep. But basically, we spent a, a, over a year of our lives pitting, pitting one against another in a fight to the death every week for over a year, as I yeah. said. So uh, this has been a long time. We ended up, last week was the final round, and it was The Bride. The Bride. One yeah. out over... Which I'm not surprised with. Like, I, the Predator. Uh, there's a, uh, yeah. I, I, I always kind of had in the back of my mind, like, it's probably going to be Dutch or the Bride. Yeah. They seem to be the most capable. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for a while it was, like, becoming clearer and clearer as we got to about the middle of it that, like, the Bride was going to go really far. Yeah. For a while, Action Jackson could have yeah, taken Action it. Yeah, Action Jackson ended up going really deep. I, I was surprised, like, Rambo didn't go as deep as I really mm-hmm. thought. I, for, uh, there was a time there I was like... Rambo's like invincible. Yeah. And he's killed so many people on screen. Mm-hmm. So many people. <laughs> Who I now I believe Rambo was one of those ones where he would just happen to be pit like pitted against some crazy. Yeah, yeah. He like, got, you know, somebody like early on. Not too early on. He made a deep like mm-hmm. Dutch or not Dutch, sorry, uh, Matrix from Commando. Yeah, I thought like he was gonna Yeah, he right was in. he was out relatively quickly. Yeah, yeah. I disagreed with him going out. That was one where I was like, nah, but whatever. Yeah. Uh I you know, if if I put him against Dutch, I I I they're similar characters. Yeah. Very, very very similar characters in Dutch is the more realized uh, character, yeah. <laughs> and also his opponent was yeah uh, yeah 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 scary yeah mm-hmm. wasn't David Patrick Kelly no. <laughs> yeah I mean I think uh, I think it was it was really interesting uh, I I definitely was not surprised that the bride took it no yeah yeah um. I, yeah, I think like I said, I think I kind of saw that eventually. I was like, I can see where this is shaping up to her just taking the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you yeah, when you watch particularly again Kill Bill Volume One, you really see just the yeah, uh, you know, I actually unstoppable nature. Of yeah, it. I actually thought uh, I got robbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you fought Conan, yeah, because longtime <laughs> listeners were know we were all in there at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. died by Conan's hand, Casey by. Clint Eastwood, I believe, the man with no name, maybe. I used a slammer, though. Yeah, I think so. That is yeah. true. You did use a, a bug slammer. slammer. Yeah, the old, <laughs> the old BSS. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was Clint Eastwood who yeah. killed me. Uh, Tom Cruise killed me. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. So clearly, everything was highly suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was a good time. It's really weird for it to be over. Yeah. Um, excuse me, I'm burping over here. Oh, um, God. Yeah. Get out. It smells like it's what, it's what you do when like you're upset. Pistachios. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it was a learning experience. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, emotionally exhausting. Mm-hmm. But it was really fun to catch up on these movies and kind of watch them in that in that way. You know, trying to watch how they handle combat and like yeah, whatever, you know, it a, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely I enjoyed it highly. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I made any uh, allusions to the fact that uh, I wanted Action Jackson to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I respect that he just couldn't. Yeah, 
Well, I think Action bride. Jackson was the underdog in that not enough people respect him as an action hero. It's true. He didn't get a sequel. Yeah. I think he could have. Like, yeah, he, he's one of those great movies. It's a bummer that, that movie didn't yeah. uh, catch on with audiences. Totally. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of those, I think. Um, yeah. I've heard people say that Remo Williams. Yeah. I was just thinking about Remo Williams. Should have had a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do you know they tried to make a, a TV series out of it? Really? In like 1989 or not. some shit. I've actually never Starring seen no, it. Starring none of the same people. No. Like, yeah. They got uh, fuck. Who did they get? To play? They did get a name to play the uh, the instructor guy, who's like a, a, a short Chinese gentleman, I believe, in the uh, in the movie. But they got the but they kept the name, but it's uh, like a white actor now. Oh, <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> and they made a uh, an, an hour and a half long TV movie to, to be the pilot to start the uh, uh, oh. series up. But there was some like. President Reagan speech or something like that on TV that ran long and so instead of starting the movie from the beginning they just went in progress oh, no. and so only the last 15 minutes aired <laughs> and then due to no interest they didn't continue with the show like well, oh shit duh. no interest you showed the last 15 minutes of a movie yeah and no one knows what the fuck is going on <laughs> you know well in the movie Joel Grey played the little Chinese instructor. Really? Was it Joel Gray? Joel Gray. My you God. know, Chinese Joel Gray. Well, I haven't seen Remo Williams since I was a kid. Yeah, I've actually never seen Remo Williams. It's on Netflix, though, and I've been meaning to watch it. Well, uh, they called yeah. it They called it Remo Williams' The, the Adventure, Adventure Begins. Begins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in oh, two- Roddy McDowell. That's who took over in that uh, role. On the, uh, that's the equally TV weird. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2009, according to Wikipedia, Dark Horizons indicated a new Remo movie may be filmed huh. uh, with producers coming from the Dark Knight and Transporter and working at Columbia Pictures. That's weird. That is weird. Nothing has come of it. Oh, but yes, it says in 88, American television pilot Remo Williams did not lead to a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow up to the first movie. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that the uh, movie was also based on uh, a pulp paperback no, series yeah. of books. Huh. Called no the Destroyer. Either. Interesting. Really I do. Williams. I do really want to watch that. Yeah. It was a nominated for an Academy Award. Was it? Yeah. Best makeup lost to Mask, not uh, the Mask. Mask. The one with uh, Eric yeah. Stoles. Right. And Cher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna watch Remo Williams. I've yeah. been meaning to. Uh, yeah. For sure. But yeah, sure. it got me thinking about movies that uh, should have had sequels like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Action Jackson definitely should have had a sequel. Of course. What yeah. a great character. Do it now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Bring him back. Sure. You can put him in there, get some other actors. You got a stew going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and in the uh, time while I'm away, there we have a couple of uh, bonus episodes. Bonus. Shark themed episodes. Shark Week. Shark Week inspired. Inspired us to watch a bunch of stuff, and we recorded some. Talks about shark movies. Uh, shark discussions. T- t- talks about <laughs> shark movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we really get in it. You're going to learn a lot. Uh, yeah. It's highly informative. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, but we won't be far away. I'll be back and we'll be back to this. And uh, mm-hmm. if anything exciting happens, or, you know. Yeah. These guys will uh, fill you in on Yeah, Casey and I may be uh, jumping into the podcast chair and maybe. Recording, jumping into one podcast, <laughs> yeah, cuddling up and really getting to know each other. Just fall asleep on yeah. air. We'll switch between who's on whose knee. It'll be great. 
Yeah. Um, so you may you'll be hearing some stuff from us. Uh, not necessarily. We're going to roll the dice to see who gets to be the big spoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, hey, I'm going to uh, roll. I'm going to roll under that fridge every time to get that big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I want you inside me. Um, oh. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So uh, you look for those. It may not always be on a Wednesday. They may just be popping up on your phone. So check them out if you're yeah. on the RSS feed. And you can check out the uh, most recent episode of Time Bandits with mm-hmm. uh, Ted Masuda and Eric Tokar from uh, Champion Lover. Yeah, it's a funny one. Really funny. I'm uh, told I'm on guys. fire on that episode. You are on fire <laughs> on that one. You were pretty hilarious yeah. on that one. Oh, we're trying you. hard to get this episode out there so we can get Eric fired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he was watching a movie and taking notes while working. Yeah, and printing up his notes on the work printer. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, um, and then uh, we have an episode coming up of uh, Time Bandits. And, uh, yes. Well, in a while now from now, but it's coming. Deadly it's, uh, Prey. Uh, Deadly yes. Prey. It's that's fantastic. A, that's and a podcast exclusive because the announcement's Watch Deadly yet. Prey. Please it is watch on it. YouTube. I, I mentioned this on the upcoming announcement episode, too, but watch Deadly Prey. Yeah. It's on YouTube in its entirety. Even if you couldn't give a fuck about Time Bandits, yeah. just go watch it. Yes. <laughs> Best bad movie in quite some it's time. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to want to listen to that. Yeah. So go to Facebook.com slash time. No. Facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. Yes. For us. Because this that. is See You Next Wednesday. It is. And go to uh, Twitter.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. And hit us up at ModernSuperior.com and read all about it. That's about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shall we sign off? Okay. See you next Wednesday, Internet. Goodbye, Internet. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.